Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Years ago, you could find Kate Fletcher on Wall Street as one of the top financial security analysts in the country. The Wall Street Journal even named her an all-star analyst. Kate retired from her work in that industry and left her job on the 104th floor at the World Trade Center less than one month before September 11th. She'd have many scares over the years, diagnosed with over 40 medical diseases and conditions, and the survivor of four terminal illnesses. Today, Kate joins us to share her journey of holistic healing and how she went from Wall Street to hypnotherapist and became the founder of Kate's Holistic Healing. This organization is in New York and has some of the top holistic healers who specialize in hypnotherapy, acupuncture, Reiki yoga, just to name a few. She also is the author of the book, Journey Into Knowledge, and the book, Journey Into Health, Heal Yourself with Meditation and the Aid of Your Spirit Guides. She's also working on a new book, and this book is called the Angel's Guide to Happiness and Prosperity. Please welcome Kate Fletcher. Hi there. We're very excited to have you. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I'm excited. You guys have a great site, and I have loved your stuff. So, Do you still do the show? No, we had the TV show for five years, and then we wrapped it up about a year ago. Well, I enjoyed it. I watched some of it on YouTube. Thank you. Do you actually have a physical place where you do hypnotherapy, acupuncture, Reiki, yoga, and many other spiritual holistic modalities? Yes, we do. We have a number of offices around the city. We've got different holistic healers that are incorporated with us. Yeah, most of them have their own, their own location. This is just wonderful that you've put together this organization of healers. Yes. So tell us, how did you get here and what inspired you? Oh my, well, I guess it goes back to when I first started working and I had to fly a lot and I was just petrified of flying. And I went to see a hypnotherapist and after one session, I was never again afraid to fly. Wow. And I realized, yeah, this was some powerful, powerful medicine. And so I used it over the years, working and learning the right questions to ask and the questions not to ask of the spirit guides. And then when I started to get sick and had to stop working, I delved deeper into working with other holistic healers, as well as getting to know my spirit guides better. And they really helped me. I mean, they helped me overcome four illnesses that I was not supposed to survive. My multiple sclerosis is in remission. My Addison's is better, scleroderma, things that are progressive diseases have been getting better for me. So wow. it really is, is amazing. And then I was meditating one day and I asked my main spirit guide, Costata, what should I be doing with my life? And she said, I should write a book on teaching people how to heal themselves. And so that's what I did. And basically all the chapters, she came up with the topics and dictated them when I was in trance with my hypnotherapist and just kind of gave me solutions to different medical problems. And then that led me to my next book, 
uh, the angel's guide to happiness and prosperity, which I'm just finishing up writing now. And that was also Costada's idea to write. So you have been accessing her through hypnotherapy. Exactly. That's awesome. Okay, because usually, you know, I use that for regression, but Mandy and I just recently were talking about how we should go into hypnotherapy and actually speak to our guides, find out where they're from. You definitely should. And the wonderful thing is that these guides are just, they're always around us anyway, whether we talk to them or not, you know, sending us messages and feelings. So you should go into trance and meet them because they love to be talked to and they'll answer any question you have. We have this beautiful line to the spiritual world, to our guides and our angels that we're, is there to access at all times and we forget to take advantage of that and to use it because there's so much help and healing there. There really is. It's an unlimited amount that mm -hmm. you can get from them. and All they want to do is help. Are you able to access Costata when you're not hypnotized? I get messages from her because I can tell that's not the way I normally think. And it's, I know the way she thinks now. But it's just much easier once I go into a trance. She's right there. She's just kneeling beside me, holding my hand and talking to me. You ever asked her where she comes from? Yes, I have. She's very clear about it. She says she's in another dimension. She is what we all are. She's just a soul. She's in a higher dimension. She's on a planet, but as a being of light, which we all are also. She can travel through time and space instantaneously. And as a result, she can be with me all the time, even though she's on another world. Is she designated to you? She is one of the five or six people in my soul circle that I travel through time with. Okay. And so I've had lives with her on earth a couple of times. And we've also had, we were together in lives between lives. I can't help smiling when you're talking about it. because I, I, <laughs> I love this stuff so much. And... <laughs> Yeah, and it's just, it's so beautiful. You can, I can feel the energy around me right now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so can I. You can, yeah. you can feel them. They make you tingle. They do. I love it. If you don't mind, I want to kind of jump back a little bit to Wall Street. How does one go from Wall Street to this? I think I was on the wrong path when I was on Wall Street. And my guide reminded me that frequently. But I wanted to be there because I wanted to help people. And as an analyst, I really tried to do my best work to get them the right investments. Mm -hmm. And so I felt I was doing something good, something worthwhile. But it wasn't spiritually enlightening. But I did meet someone on Wall Street, a very close girlfriend, who I then started exploring meditation with. It's almost two different dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. But, you know, the good thing is that we, we live so long, we can reinvent ourselves many times in one lifetime. Agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mandy and I have both done that. Wonderful. The diseases that you got, was that when you were working at Wall Street or was that after? Well, when I was working on Wall Street, I wasn't feeling well. 
but I was too busy to go to doctors. You didn't have a lot of self-care then, did you? No, I did not. I was, as my husband said, my own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't do well. I would stumble and fall and things and not realize that I had multiple sclerosis. I just had a lot of physical problems. And then I went to see a doctor and then he sent me to some other people. And once you get into the medical circle, they tend to just keep finding things. I don't know if it's always the best thing to do, but I had to stop working and go to doctors. and, And then I got metastasized cancer. That really threw me through a loop. And then I got a second stage four cancer. But the good thing is all the chemotherapy I was on put my MS into remission. So I basically don't have multiple sclerosis anymore. Wow. Okay. I mean, I've just had a blessed life. I love that you've been through all of that pain and you still say that. That's beautiful. Well, thank you. It's, I mean, I look at it all as a learning experience and now something that I've been able to teach others to do. What advice would you have for someone who's not aligned with their purpose, but afraid to leave that income? That's very interesting. People have a weird sense of money. We think it's something to be achieved, but that's only if you want to get to the top of the mountain. And why do you want to get there? It's a lot of effort and it doesn't provide happiness. Your goal should be happiness, joy, bliss, tranquility, inner peace. Money doesn't do that for you. People think it's going to bring them happiness and instead they should focus on what will make them happy. And if it's money, what does the money do for you? Would you agree that once you're aligned with your purpose, the universe always finds a way to support you financially anyway? Definitely. It's manifestation. You decide what you want and the universe just brings it to you. Absolutely. But haven't you found that in your lives? Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Mandy and I have a similar story. We both were diagnosed with fibromyalgia at the same time because her and I are so connected. We just get sick the same. And uh, it's true. I mean, at the time, it was very real. The pain was very real. I could barely get up in the morning. I felt like a truck hit me. I didn't even like to hug people. It hurt. I mean, I was in a lot of pain, but I was under a lot of stress is what it is. I was in grief. There was a lot of things that contributed to the probably 20 or 30 different symptoms that I had in a list that the doctor said, you know what? It's fibromyalgia. Here's some medication and sent me on my way. And Mandy, the same situation. Had Mandy and I not really awakened to it, we'd probably still be on the drugs today. I know. And those drugs, they can do so much more harm than good. They give you one and then it would cause another symptom. And then exactly. One morning when I looked down and I was like, oh my God, I, I look like I'm 90 years old. I have like 50 different prescriptions sitting on my cabinet. So we started doing some research for ourselves and going within and listening to our bodies and our energy. It is so important. I mean, I begin all my meditations with clients and myself with a body scan. You can just learn so much if you you start at your head and slowly go down and listen. And your body will tell you what it wants, what's the matter with it, why it's hurting, what its message is. Just have to listen and then do what it says. And a lot of times it's go to the doctors, but a lot of times it's not. 
I mean, Reiki is a great way to heal. Yeah. yeah. If you're taking the medication and you can't feel where the pain is anymore, then how do you right. connect with something that's maybe calling you to say, hey, I need attention right here. And it might not even be physical. It might be emotional. Mm -hmm. And so how do you feel it if you're numbed? Exactly. And so many of these pills completely numb us to our own body. I mean, you can't go off medicine without your doctor's approval, but it, I felt so much healthier when I got off my 50 meds. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is a good time to talk about your book, The Journey Into Health, which for our listeners, you can find on Amazon. Uh, can, is that what your book, Journey of Health, is about? Um, yes, it is. It, it's actually how you can meditate and meet your own spirit guide. Then, depending upon what problem you have, it's emotional or physical, I kind of go through different ways in which you can approach it, get to know it, and take it apart, dissect it until it's no longer scary and you understand it, and then figure out how to heal it, and it will always have a way for you to heal. How do your guides help you do that? Well, when I go into trance and I talk to them and I'll, and I'll do a body scan and my stomach will hurt. And I'll say, okay, why is it hurting? What message does it want to get across? What should I be doing? And then I'll ask my guides, you know, Costada, what should I do for my stomach? She'll always have an answer and there'll always be different answers and they'll fascinate me because they're things I never would have thought of before. And usually they're very simple. I had a near-death experience and it opened up a whole nother realm where I have some mediumship and they asked me, well, how do, you, how do you know? And I said, because they're not my thoughts. They're not my solutions. They're not things that I would ever, ever think of. Right. You know, you just know. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I mean, they talk totally differently. Sometimes I disagree with what they say, but I mean, I know I once asked them something about spaceships. I don't know why that came into my mind. And they just started laughing. And they said, oh, you humans, you complicate everything so much when you don't need to. We don't travel by spaceship, we travel by live complicate everything we really do yeah. so in your book i saw a quote it says self-love and our ability for self-healing is immensely powerful how important is self-love to you self-love is really vital when you have self-love then you realize that what you are is a soul and your body is a gift from god and it's here to be loved and no matter if it hurts you don't like the way it looks, whatever, it's you and you have to love it. Once you do, you take good care of yourself and you just, and your life begins to improve in so many ways. And a lot of people have a hard time with self-love, especially in America, it's a shame. They'll think that they have to get over it by going through, oh, well, I'm bad because I don't, clean up or I'm not a good person because I'm not calling my family. You know, you don't have to go through each of the negative things. The best way to find self-love is to meet your spirit guide. And when you do, this being, this higher spiritual being will have such intense love for you and you will love and respect them so much in return. You understand that you're so 
able to be loved and lovable. And then you'll start to love yourself, flaws and all. So yes, self-love is very important and it's something people need to realize rather than learn. I even found that I became more aware of how I needed to love myself and protect my, my physical body. But I was even very protective of my energy. That was a huge part of my self-love journey is that I realized that I wasn't just a physical being. It wasn't just about looking good to make me feel better, but even my energy. And now do you feel that your energy is enough of a part of you that you can share it with others and not lose it? Yeah, it's amazing because we're not taught that from the beginning. I have thankfully been able to teach my youngest child because I, I was not awakened from my older children. <laughs> Poor things. <laughs> they got cheated. But yeah, I, but it's not too late. I teach them now. But you know, it's amazing to see now that I'm teaching my seven-year-old and I have been since she was very little, that her energy, her aura, all these things are part of her from the beginning. I mean, she just understands this. And I'm like, gosh, I wish I would have known that. <laughs> Yeah, well, they say that most children are born with the knowledge, but over time yeah. we stick up barriers. Yeah, instead of encouraging it and make, feeding it and making it grow from what they came here with, we're, we just right. dim their light. I know, it's a shame. We should all be in Tibet. Or... <laughs> <laughs> this book that's coming out that I cannot wait to get my hands on, The Angel's Guide to Happiness and Prosperity. You mentioned something about how it assures people that they're never alone. And that really struck me because I can remember when I was in a really dark place with my alcoholism, I felt very alone. I think that a lot of people walk around, even though they're surrounded by friends and family, they feel alone. And I loved how you talked about, even if they don't believe in that, they're never alone. I think that's really important. And I love that you said that. How comforting to know that when you are feeling in that dark place and alone, to know, no, you are not. They are all around you and they are hugging you and they're protecting you. It is so true. And that's the wonderful thing. They do love us. And these are the souls that are always with us. And they even, when you welcome them in, they stand up close and they help you with your balance. They're the adults in the room helping us if we stumble and fall. And they're always there with just loving intentions. You also talked about how th that sometimes when you get a gut feeling or an instinct, you say it is your guide. Right. There is a way that we all know our own thought processes and the way we think about things. But then suddenly you might just get a flash out of the blue. You know, oh, I should call someone or oh, I, I have to remember to pick this up. But there's a reason for it. And then you'll find if you go there, you run into someone you haven't seen in years. You should listen to these things that come up because they come up for a reason. And a lot of times the things we think, the thoughts we have come to us because they're really trying to get through. And, um, and too many people just ignore that. Mm -hmm. And the stranger they are, the more you should pay attention, I find. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I agree with that. Where did this come from in your life? <laughs> makes no sense but yeah it, it will it will be patient what do you think about free will about our guides is that true you hear that all the time are they with you anyways helping you or is it best to actually go ahead and, and summon them in to help you 
yeah, they're always with you when they're trying to help you, but you have to call them in and welcome them. And then they'll communicate with you, but they don't want to impose. Okay. So they don't want to come into your life and possibly stop you from doing something but because you may need to learn that lesson or have that mistake they're just here supporting right i mean i remember when i was working i'd ask them like should i take another job that i got and their answer was always the same it's not meaningful or relevant in your life and i was like how can you say that this is a job <laughs> but you know, i got a good job yeah but here I am, decades later, realizing they're totally correct. It was totally irrelevant where I was working. You know, it's so funny how often we'll ask the same questions, the same question. If you have to ask it more than once like that, then you know the answer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's so funny. Your book that's coming out, you use the words happiness and prosperity. Can you explain to our listeners what happiness and prosperity meant to you before you came in touch with your spirit guides? and what happiness and prosperity mean to you now? Ah, very good. Well, previously, happiness was probably going out with friends and drinking and having a good old time. And prosperity was just making as much money as I possibly could. And now I realize those things are not bad. They're just very minute. And what's much more important about happiness is the fact that I love myself and all I see is beauty. I look around, I'm just fascinated. I'm fascinated by everything in nature, the people I come across, I can draw out the most fascinating things from people. People love to open up, getting to know animals. And I know I'm on my right path because I'm helping other people. They tell me what a difference I've made in their lives. And I know what a difference they've made in mine. And I think being on your right path, you'll know it. And that should be everyone's aim in life. Love it. You know, a lot of people think spirit guides, woo, that's weird. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> talking about aliens? Are you talking about angels? Are you talking about light beings? Like, this is against Christianity. This is against religion. Holy crap, you're weird. What are you talking about? Uh, how, are, <laughs> how are you brought up? And, and did you find that people were like, what? <laughs> well, it's interesting. <laughs> I was brought up without any religion. And I went to see my first um, Dr. Brian Wise group Ooh. meditation and past life regression. I'm jealous. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, it changed my life. I'm sure. I, I went back and I saw I had lived before as an American Indian. I said, this is amazing. My God, the sky is not blue and the sun is not yellow, they're both white. And I didn't know how I knew that all of a sudden. And the next morning, after the conference, I went home, the next morning I went to work and I sat on the steps of the Federal Reserve waiting for the sun to come up to see what color it was. And sure enough, it was white. And I never knew the sun was white. And it just totally turned my life around. And then I believed in God. The difference between spirit guides and angels, I wondered that myself and I asked them, and they said, well, they're just all words and they differ in every language. They're basically just souls like we are. We're just happen to be souls taking an adventure in a body on a three-dimensional planet now. And then when we die, we go back and we're back with them in lives between lives. Yeah. So they don't mind if we call them angels or spirit guides 
because they say that it differs in every language and it's kind of irrelevant. Did you feel like you had a lot of angels and guides that got you out of the Trade Center before September 11th? Because you lost a lot of coworkers and friends, correct? Yeah, I lost 68 people in the Trade Center. And I do feel like I've always been watched over and taken care of. I mean, I have, as they say, um, dodged so many bullets. When you have these second chances, third chances, fourth chances, many chances, you have to live your life with purpose. Just not take it for granted. You really do. Yeah. And too many people are just spinning their wheels and doing too many things to get a little further ahead. And they don't realize that the moment is the only thing that counts. And if you can't love at what you're doing in this moment, there's no point in working, worrying about the past or planning for the future. What would you suggest be a first step for somebody who wants to start moving in a direction more soulfully? Okay, well, first, I think that they should, I mean, listening to shows like yours, and then they should get some meditation recordings, and then just give themselves a half hour to an hour, once or twice a week, where they don't have any interruptions, and they can just lay down and listen to the tape. And if they listen to the ones by Dr. Brian Weiss, he introduces them to their spirit guides. So once you're, you're introduced to them and you can ask them questions and start having a relationship, then you've got this whole new circle of friends that just love you endlessly. We talked about meditation. What other practices would you suggest? Yoga is great because it's good to move the body and we should stay flexible. Reiki is a wonderful practice to heal the body and get to know it. Homeopathy is wonderful. Tai Chi, acupuncture is great for pain, that's, it's really, I can't say enough about acupuncture. You know, healthy living. Do you um, implement nutrition as well? Yeah, we have a nutritionalist. But also, if you do a lot of body scans and you ask your body what you want, you'll get very interesting things. I mean, I'm told to have cinnamon, ginger, you know, strange things that you don't normally crave. <laughs> your guide's like, go eat some ginger. You're like, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I do, and I feel better. Do they ever tell you, like, sometimes they feel like me saying, we need a donut. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you do. I mean, they're okay with giving ourselves rewards. Has That's tried right. something that you were like, oh, heck no. No, and no, and no, and no. And then you find if you resist it, you pay consequences? Yes, right. If you don't listen to what they're saying, things are just not getting better. And as soon as you turn around and take their advice, it just all heals and fixes itself. Uh, um, well, I love it. So do you record these sessions when you do hypnotherapy? Yes, I do. So people can go back and listen to them. And then I also work with the hypnotherapist and she records them as well. Even years later, I, I'm still learning things from it. But imagine if you went back and you did a regression every couple of months to a different life. I know. I, and that's what I think I'm yearning for lately. We've had on two other re past life regression therapists recently. One of them was mine. And man, I just, this is a message that's strongly coming at Mandy and I right now. <laughs> I, it's just over and over. So I guess Mandy better listen. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you should. Or we're going to pay for it. 
So where can our listeners find your books? And let's talk a moment about this new book that's being released. Is it also a book that was put on your heart or on your soul by your guide, Costata? Yes, she, she told me to write a book on how people can be happier. And she would come up with the chapters and she would come up with basically the book. And she did. And she dictated it. She and my other guides. I have also Arturian guides and John, who's a red-tailed mm -hmm. hawk. Man, yeah. did I go, whoop, whoop. <laughs> 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 Yeah, we've hung out with you before, just on a <laughs> planet. <laughs> exactly. See, we know each other's souls. Yes. Well, so when are you thinking this book will be released? Well, I'm right now in the process of just polishing it up and hopefully this winter it'll come out. Perfect. And I'm very looking forward to it because it, it's, a, it's a good book and every chapter has a meditation exercise that people can do to overcome that particular problem or issue they have. Love if that. our listeners are in New York or if, you know, like us, if we wanted to come to one of your treats, could you just tell people where they can find you, what, your website, your social media? Or... Sure. Uh, Kate's Holistic Healing we is our website. We also have a Facebook page. We've got about 13,000 active followers. We've got YouTube has a lot of our old TV shows mm -hmm. on it. And then you can just uh, message or call us. And we do over the phone sessions and or just talk. Love um, it. And then so your two books available on Amazon, right? Yeah, my books are on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Balboa Press, and also in Walmart. And we'll put some links to those as well. Do you ever um, just look in the mirror and go, damn, I'm proud of you? <laughs> Actually, I am. I, I just, I used to feel so poorly about myself and felt I was responsible for all the negativity in my life. And now I just have such self-love and I'm so glad for all I'm doing. And, and I'm taking such good care of myself and I'm proud of that. Oh, I'm you, glad you're doing what you're doing too. You are making a beautiful impact on the world. Well, thank you. And I can say the exact same thing about the two of you. You're an all-star soul. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm not the Wall Street Journal, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> Sense of Soul thinks you're an all-star soul. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you went from an all-star analyst to finding your all-star analyst in the spirit <laughs> world. Wait, and every time I almost say your name, I almost say Tostada, but it's Tostada. Tostada. Yeah. And yeah. was that revealed to you when you were hypnotized? Yes. And actually, interestingly, first I thought it was um, Archangel Michael for many years. Really? Yes. And he's come to a number of my clients. I think he's, a, um, he's on the front line. He is, <laughs> definitely is. He's yes. huge. You know, it's funny because I have several guides now that I'm familiar with, and his is just so ginormous. It's like, okay, big man coming in. I know they are much bigger. I love when someone validates, you know, that they're experiencing the same things. You have to learn to talk to the people that are enlightened and are more into sense of soul. It's been absolutely wonderful. Your soul just radiates through my iPhone screen. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, thank you. You, you yeah. both have been wonderful. I very much enjoy talking to you. Can I ask you a question? A lot of people are living in fear right now with a lot of the protests um, with the COVID. Uh, do you think the guides are, are they standing there to protect us even more than usual? They're standing to protect us. They, I mean, they always, that's their main job. But there are ways people can deal with their anxiety because it's very, it's very hard to be anxious. It's a very tough state for the body to exist in. And people should meditate. I mean, I could tell you a brief meditation people could do. Please do. Okay. Um, if people, you know, get into a comfortable position, allow your eyes to gently close, and imagine yourself walking down a beautiful path. And you're in nature. You can see the grass and the wildflowers. And after you're in a nice deep trance, Imagine yourself coming to two chairs and sit in one of the chairs, get comfortable, and then look inside your body and find out where your anxiety resides. Where is it centered? And then put a bubble or a halo around it. And now take your anxiety and put it on the chair facing you and ask, what is its personality? And what is its job? And it will tell you, ask it what message it has for you. Then ask it what it wants you to do for it. You can ask it, how can you eliminate the anxiety if you want to? And then ask it if it needs to stay with you or can it go away in peace. And after you've asked this, it should take about 30, 45 minutes. You can gently come out of trance, you know, one, feeling wonderful, two, wiggle your fingers and toes, three, feeling fabulous, Four, remembering everything. Five, open your eyes and come out of trance. And hopefully you'll have a better understanding of why you were nervous. And it always wants to tell you. And you can see that this is outside of you. It's separate from you. You can see this. That it's not actually a part of your being. Thank you for that, because I got an answer to everything I asked it. And did you really? I did. And I was able to, the halo was around my throat. My, my, this area was where I was feeling the anxiety. I could feel the quivering, actually. And to be able to place it on that other chair and ask it those questions was very powerful for me just now. Wow, wonderful. I, I'm curious, what was its personality like? The personality was, well, it was coming from a, a place of fear. It was there to um, hold me back. I asked it if it could leave peacefully, and it said yes. And then it told me something that people have been telling me my whole life, that I need to shut up and listen more. <laughs> <laughs> and speak less. That's where I'm well, this is funny. Mine was a very heavy, almost like one of those poop emojis. <laughs> That's what I pictured. <laughs> and it 
there was a heaviness. And I was like, you are not coming back in me because you are full of shit. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I do have funny guides. Like, like you, I think my guides have a sense of humor as well. Oh, I think all guides do. They, they find us very humorous. Humor <laughs> raises your vibrations, so that makes sense. It does. I would like to say that that was a very unique meditation. I, I think anxiety is a word that I'm hearing so much right now from so many people. It's becoming just this word that you hear nonstop. And I believe that we're giving it too much power. So for you to be able to do that meditation, it was like Shanna said, realizing it's outside of you and learning to tell it and talk to it so it's not controlling you and you can control it. Exactly. Well, my daughter, when she feels it, she's seven. She even has felt it, of course, before. She's very in tune with her body. She's like, what is this? I don't tell her it's anxiety. I said, you just have a lot of energy right now in your chest. So let's breathe it out. So, you know, stop calling Good. it maybe anxiety all the time. You know, just identify the energy. And if it's a mm -hmm. negative energy, decide that you can leave it on that chair Exactly. I mean, it is an energy, but the, you know, energies are different vibrations and anxiety is a lower energy, but if you can reach for a higher one, you know, that gives you more energy to actually go and do things, be a mom, get things accomplished. Yeah. You, you, you do have control over them. Fear is the lowest energy. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening in our world right now. That's very scary. I know it is. It's a very frightening time, but we haven't gone through a pandemic and we haven't gone through the social unrest and economic times. I mean, yeah. people have reasons to be yeah. anxious, right. but we have guides that help us out of it too. Yeah. I like that. Well, I'm so glad that we talked about the anxiety and that you did that. Thank you for that. Um, we really appreciate your wisdom and your knowledge and, and the fact that you have decided to spread your light. I, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, no, thank both of you for the work that you do. You help Great. a lot of people. Thank you, you too. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Thank you. We rise to lift you up. Thanks for listening.